Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 60 of the Coffee Club podcast. We made it. Today, we have a very special guest, Mr. Reed Fisher. Reed, how are you doing? Doing well. Thanks for having me, Jets. How are the legs feeling coming off racing the big New York Marathon last weekend? <laughs> yeah, they're doing all right. Uh, definitely stick. Or st- st- <laughs> stiff and achy. Stiff like and achy. St- sticky would sticky. be the combination of the two. Yeah. That, that, that sounds about right. Uh, yeah. 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 Stairs are hard. Uh, getting, <laughs> getting in and out of cars is difficult, but they're coming around for sure. Like I was telling George on the way in, like I definitely feel much better today. Today's Wednesday, so it's like three days removed. Mm-hmm. I always feel like third day, things start to clear up pretty nicely. So I feel not like I want to go for a run today, but <laughs> fair enough. Feel, uh, How long do you take off? Uh, it's hard to really, because after the trials, like, that was when I fell, so I would, like, I ran 225, so, like, my legs were okay, but I was just, like, really, like, I had, like, road rash, and I was kind of, like, beat up, so I spent, like, a week in the pool and then started running again, and then after Chicago last year, that was, like, two weeks before our wedding, so I really had, like, no reason to start running again pretty quickly, <laughs> and then after Boston this year, I ended up running U.S. Half Champs, which is, like, three weeks later, That's which crazy. I would not recommend. <laughs> yeah, um, that doesn't sound fun. But so I pretty much got, like, right back into it, so Jeez. this one will kind of be, like, I think kind of a happy medium where I'll chill pretty hard this week and then start running a bit very dependent man. yeah yeah very dependent yeah. for sure well you gotta get rid of a cross chance though right right exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we've had a little bit of back and forth after i didn't i kind of forgot about it but it was literally last week where we were talking shit about tim <laughs> what do you mean what do you mean we it was definitely just all me it was, yeah. uh, it was 100 all i didn't say anything trying more. to provoke joey bags to come yeah. out and just start. yeah what's well, good you guys have the sparks are fine that's for sure this is the thing though because joe me. joe told me that if we can like just poke poke them a little poke bit the bear, you've yeah. got the fire going yeah, and then yeah. it's just going to be like all guns blazing yeah. in austin so no it will be yeah, yeah. there's uh tim and group chats been been keeping their eyes Ooh. on the coffee club hell yeah. Okay. Yeah. hell yeah i don't know i think cross country is like our it's our blood you know like that's i mean tim i can say the same thing born about... out of cross country so that's like it's kind of been okay. our thing yeah. it's showing up and beating teams that was like the first country, the big so thing where you won be fun. Club, yeah club cross we club took down cross, WCAP yeah. and Hanson's that and is a bunch big. of teams that is, that is, that is big didn't Morgan yeah, with so. Morgan Pearson right yeah yep. the only thing that we have is the only thing we have pedigree but we haven't had results yet so we have pedigree I would say just none of us has run cross no I agree none of us have raced cross in like three years so we're just talking mad shit right now mad shit how about we up the ante and we race for pink slips I mean, I'm which, not racing, which, so I'll, I'll put, I'll put okay. everyone's car on the line. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> not cars. I mean, literal people. We'll do a trick. Oh, okay. <laughs> so just human trafficking. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Right. Nice. So that sounds good. if we win, we'll we get take... Reed. We'll take Reed. We'll take Reed. <laughs> okay. And if you guys win, I don't know who you want, but you can yeah. take anyone from the men's and win. I, probably yeah. just the men's team since you're racing against the men's team. Right, yep. But you guys can make a pick and take someone. All right, deal. Deal? All right. well, I mean, we, we should take someone from the men's team so Tori can get a training partner. But that would be pretty that probably, would be, that'd be fairness, We should take someone from the men's team. All right, you so can we'll you can take whoever you want. Yeah. yeah. All right. But we we'll but we won't read. Yeah. You made that clear. We're taking read. <laughs> we need a we need a. Joey gonna upset? Yeah, you need a marathoner. Joey's gonna be upset because he, we didn't fight for him to take. I, him I would like to take Joey as well, yeah. but I, I guess would. we can't take more than one, right? If we I just, guess. I mean, we, we just up the ante. They, they, they can take two, we can I mean, take two. Joey's right. a lot it's cooler a, than me for sure. A, so if you're going off that, then you got to go with Joey. No, no, no. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll put that down on some paper and we'll sign some contracts. So yeah. we'll get that yeah. sort of in, in the back yeah. of an alley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, 
we'll get our lawyers on that on that one. Deal. But uh, we, we've been on grass in in years. Ten man's out there doing wickets on the oh, turf yeah. this morning. Yeah. Oh, right. Dude, we're gonna get mess. See, that does intimidate me. Like it's, it's starting to intimidate me a little bit. I'm, I'm starting to break a bit of a sweat when I see yeah. the wickets coming. That's, that's what the wickets and guzzlers. How do wickets call. help yeah. you on cross country? The thing though. is, it's like we've got nothing to lose, right? Like, <laughs> you guys are like supposed to win. You're a bunch of NCAA champions. We've got like a bunch of NCAA second team honorable mention oh, guys that have yeah, just been scrappy. So. It's getting worse and worse. You know, it's like <laughs> starting to go down here. Everyone, everyone loves an underdog. And they that's, do. Uh, that's the thing. That Tin Man underdog spirit. You guys, I, you guys are the heavy favorites. I'd say. So. I do feel like people will be rooting for Tin Man yeah. compared to us. Well, for the that. thing is, like as we mentioned when we were talking shit about them last week, <laughs> is that there are actually like so many other teams as well. Yeah, like, for sure. Like, even no, like, I'm looking at race. like Roots running. I don't know who Roots from Roots is actually going to race, mm-hmm. but I'm saying like if Frank Frank Lara is there, like that guy's yeah, amazing. Yeah, like he's yeah. going to be up there like crushing it. And you would think that he also like, has nothing to lose. Yeah, like yeah. there's going to be so many people out there that are just so good and so many teams that are like pretty solid. So mm-hmm. so many just from Bo- the battle for Boulder Boulder supremacy. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Like I have no skin in the game, so I just get. To, <laughs> I mean, obviously, I want my team to win. But like, <laughs> personally, I have no skin in the game. I love uh, it if you endorsed us on our yeah. podcast <laughs> and then Tim Manchat blows up. Reese, yeah. Reese, changed the league. Have little faith. Uh, but no. Like last year we ran the cross camp race and it was like they were billing it as like yeah this clash of the titans and then it ended up being like us versus hansons yeah so i'm hopeful that this year everyone won't just like bail at the 11th hour and it'll actually be a lot of fun to watch as that's a what, spectator that's what ritz was just telling me the the top three he was like saying that there's no way that if you want to qualify for the 10k next year that you won't be there yeah, like, talking about sense. someone like that right, the, the points, points are ridiculous yeah, yeah for sure i think if you win you get 1280 Oh, that's Which a ton. Apparently, it's more than no, Clicker got amount. for yeah. coming ninth at Worlds and running 2730 yeah. something. That's worth more points yeah. than yeah. that. Yeah. Gotten, it was like 1180, I think, for being top 10 or World Major. So, yeah. compared 100 more points than that for winning cross games. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's crazy. Massive, for like, sure. yeah. That's a lot of points in the line, and Ollie wants to take them all. I want to take them all <laughs> and not use them. Yeah. So, last week on the pod, I did say that I want to win <laughs> yeah. the cross race. Steal it from all so the 10K guys. The only thing I've done is just hammer long runs. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Which it's working really it's well. Working so really well. Yeah. However, it's not an uphill canyon race, I'm guessing. Yeah, so yeah. probably not. It's but. probably not going to work in my favor anyway. But it would be funny if I took all those points and then no one gets them. But. You know, if my teammates are in the vicinity, then I'll just let them pass. Yeah, last year was a weird one because I think as soon as people knew that it was going to be at Mount Sac, like yeah, half of the people were like, fuck yeah. that, bro. Like, Why we've seen, do that? We've seen, it was so hard. That's the hard... I mean, it was also like a month after Chicago, so I was still just like not feeling great. But yeah, it was the hardest race I think I've ever ran yeah. from like a non-marathon perspective. It was just brutal. Yeah, this year feels very different in yeah. terms of not being at Mount Sac, being on like a nice grass course which actually i think none of us really know what the course is going to be like we just have seen or heard that it's like grass fields around a school so hopefully it's not too bad and then yeah the fact that there are real points for the 10k on the line and yeah just like the build-up is being crazy to me because it is just a random cross-country race this is like so we make fun of jesse sometimes as well for like sound running meets and like trying to overhype them i think this one is actually going to happen just because like there's been nothing going on in our world mm-hmm. like race wise for besides the marathon yeah but like for us like oh, racing like yeah, nothing's yeah. been happening for us for yeah. two months this is our first race so we've been even though it's not actually that big of a deal we've just been thinking about it for right. so long in terms yep. of like that's our next race that's what we're training for and so it just keeps getting hyped up like the fact that we were already talking about it a week ago a month out from it like we won't we're not even talking about like the diamond league final no. a month <laughs> out because <laughs> we got other stuff yeah. going on but yeah. this one is just the one race where it's like all right this is like got this long 
long lead up to it. So let's fucking like let's and, and definitely make it exciting. The, the banter coming through, the talking shit, it's gonna yeah. make it better. It always helps. Yeah. Um, I was I, hope, I was kind of wishing Bauman was gonna be because they're not entered, right? The well, club team is entered, but that doesn't that, right. that doesn't tell me anything. Jerry on side, yeah. yeah, Park City, like oh, you're flying out tomorrow to yeah. Austin. Because if they all turn <laughs> up, that would actually be crazy. I'm sure they can't turn down that those points. Yeah, you wouldn't think. Well, who, who, okay, Grant doesn't need them, but no, maybe I would say the only reason would be if how confident they are that they're just going to go bang out the time qualifier. Yeah. True. But I still agree with you. I still think they will turn up for that reason. So, yeah, I think maybe Grant good. doesn't need it, but maybe Sean. Yeah, so I'm saying like Woody. maybe one of them needs it and they'll turn up. Karen, yeah. uh, some guys like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I was hoping uh, Baxter would be there to talk some shit, but he's, he's also it? claiming this marathon thing yeah. is an excuse to not run it. <laughs> That's weird. Again? I mean, okay, maybe pre-super shoes, but come on, man. Like, yeah. You're, you're yeah. going to be feeling pretty good in like a week from now. <laughs> <laughs> sure. That is one. So you never raced a marathon not in super shoes. Is that uh, correct? No, I've raced a half in not in super, just like old Adidas. Does that races, feel like, but... do you notice like an incredible difference in terms of like yeah, your oh, yeah, recovery? Sure. I mean, so I, that was my half marathon debut I yeah. did in Adios's, um, and then the next race I was in super shoes and so it's hard to tell like you know the first time you run like a longer distance race I feel like it just beats your body up way more than like the next time because yeah, it's a completely new stimulus well. but like it certainly seemed to help quite a bit and yeah. yeah just like I mean if you look at the amount of marathons people are running now compared to you know 10 years ago like it definitely seems like you can bounce back a lot quicker mm. um and yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, like after Boston, I did turn around three weeks later and run a half marathon and it like wasn't an amazing result, but it's at, like, but you it, still wasn't, did it. it wasn't a bad it's race for sure. Like I was fifth at the US championship. So in that regard, yeah, I think you can yeah. get away with it, at least in the short term, a quicker turnaround. So like you have no excuse to not actually yeah. race. Yeah. 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 So, so, so Baxter, get to Austin. Yeah, coming. Yeah. coming. Yeah. Stop claiming that. The one thing I'm also excited about is that after... I feel like everyone's gonna be in Austin. True, go out, go out for go out for a drink. Austin's a cool city. Austin is a cool city. Go out, hang Sixth out, have Street. a drink. Just see all the running world collide together for a, for a big night in Austin afterwards, maybe. That would be fun. So that's, isn't the running event that weekend too? That oh big yeah, train show. So I'm yeah, sure yeah. Austin will be packed with just running people. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna be fun. It's It'll gonna be, be madness there. Austin yeah, like is always just the craziest city. Like, mm-hmm. just it's it's one of those just massive party cities like Sixth Street that the Dirty Six. The like when I used to go there a lot, um, where they get and stay her, like with her family, her parents wouldn't even let us go there. Really? Like, <laughs> like I've been there like twice, but dude, it's pretty wild out there. So you put yeah. a bunch of uh, skinny distance runner boys out there. Yep. Give them a couple of drinks. Yeah. 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 Morning. Yep. Anything can happen. A gush of wind. We just blow into the 36. <laughs> we'll be there. But <clears throat> yeah, so that's, I guess, our... Um, I guess we'll have weekly crush games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. talking yeah. banter yeah. updates. Every week we'll do an update. Yeah, yeah, checking back in with that. But still excited. Still just want to see more teams get announced. Because Me too. How, like, that's the thing. In reality, we can only really talk shit against Timmen right now because I think that's the only team that we confidently can say is also racing. I think Roots oh. has announced that they're doing it. I think because right. Colin just posted a reel. All right, Ollie, with, say something uh, bad about Roots. <laughs> Wait, I got, I got to think of the runners at Roots. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough because I, mean, I don't know who who's running. Olin right? is literally right. You guys could easily talk some shit on Olin. Olin racing? Well, okay, okay. Alicia talks shit about Olin because <laughs> Alicia just goes because we're asking like because I think Strava Olin's been posting on Strava about his runs and stuff with in flag with the NAZ team 
And Alicia's like, I was asking, like, because Alicia was looking through it, and I was like, oh, how's Owen going? She's like, yeah, he's training pretty good for him, like, around the same time as I run. I was like, <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> She's like, yeah, and he runs like a minute quicker, like a minute and a half quicker than me, but, you know, he's running the same times that I run in training. I was like, okay, so Owen. <laughs> Owen didn't deserve that. You didn't deserve that, man. But <laughs> I'm just telling you, that. Alicia definitely. Alicia's just, coming for Owen. <laughs> Alicia just went super clutch on that. It's like. She's probably she's racing the men's team actually. We just announced yeah. it. She's, yeah. she's on our team. She's yep. top five. She's gonna be your low stick. She's our low yeah, stick actually. Yeah. yeah, Parsons did ask last week who our low stick was. We're hiding it. It's Alicia yep. Monson. Yep, that sounds good. Yeah, big reveal. Good. It was gonna be Helen, but you know she had big, bigger fish to fry. She's going to Kenya instead. Yeah. She's also using the excuse. Yeah, <laughs> she's using the New York mouth. Weak excuse, honestly. Weak. But yeah, so we're told about New York, but we haven't even said how you did. And obviously, we want to say congratulations. You were were you tenth place? Yeah, tenth. And second American. Yep. Nice little payday. Congratulations. Thank yeah. You. Yep. Was you, what was your time? Uh, I, I, 2.15? Yeah. 23, I think. Yeah. I'm not honestly super sure. Doesn't uh, really matter. Yeah, pretty relevant. When you're in a race like that, obviously New York is known for just racing and not uh, the quickest course, actually mm-hmm. a quite slow course relatively. And then it was an unseasonably warm day is yep. what we're hearing. Mm-hmm. It was like 70 degrees Fahrenheit, 20, low 20s Celsius, I think. When you see that, because like obviously the week leading up, I'm sure you were checking the weather and stuff. Yeah. When you see those weather conditions, are you like freaking out or are you like changing your plans? Or are you like, does that actually make you more confident? Like, because cause you're obviously a very smart racer. Mm-hmm. You like a bunch of people are going to fucking blow up and I'm going to come through. Yeah, that, definitely more of that. Like I ran Chicago last year and it was basically the exact same weather conditions and I was ninth there. Um, mm-hmm. So looking at the weather, I was like, you know, obviously I'd, like it'd be great to run fast. And I think I was in shape to run a PR on that course if it was like, a normal day in New York like I think I could have ran faster than I did in Boston like mid 210 somewhere like that um, but so there's like initially that little bit of disappointment knowing that that's obviously going to be out the window out but the it's window also like yeah. really exciting to look at that and be like okay well I've competed in virtually the exact same conditions before and it was like a huge plus for me like I was seated 30th in Chicago and finished 9th and then was seated 22nd for New York and finished 10th um, so it just kind of levels the playing field a good bit like it obviously favors the people who can race with their heads more than their hearts and that i think is definitely like a strength at times for me and then other times it can be a weakness right like if you're not willing to just like have the pure panache to make like a, a bit super of, intense bit of sam, panache. Parsons, um, sam parsons if you will right yes the, the parsons at fifth ave later on um so yeah it's, it's good like parsons and i always level each other out um, but yeah so for me like i was looking the yin, at the weather the yin and yang and, right Tim exactly so did yeah, that, did that actually nice happen, kind of catching some people towards the end? Yeah, uh, I talked to Fobbs after, and like we had very similar race experiences. Like Basically, from the half marathon on, we were just running completely by ourselves. Um, and it's really, like in Chicago, there was a lot of... Like in Chicago, I didn't go out with the main American pack, and then I picked all of them off in the last, basically, 10K. Um, but... This time I went out with the American pack and then went off the front of it. So it's like me and Fobble basically just like took off around half and he just took off more than I did um, and, and basically held that gap the whole way to the finish. But when people are dropping out, you don't get like the satisfaction of passing <laughs> people. And so like I, I had no idea if I was in like 25th or 5th um, until they have a big jumbotron when you turn into Central Park. And they had like the leaderboard ticker on top. And I saw that Lenny was in 10th at the last split. And that was 
after I'd passed 20. So I was like, okay, oh, wow. then I'm in 10th. That's going to be a good feeling. Yeah, it was a great feeling. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like, <laughs> I think I, from, from mile 16 to the finish, I think Lenny was the only person that in the men's field that I passed. So it's like, That's I moved crazy. up like eight spots between 16 and 26, but I only actively passed one person besides, I guess, the uh, Brazilian guy who was like still passed out yeah, on the ground at, at 35K when I passed him. So it was like, yeah, you just have, like, it's just, you're in your own little island out there, so you really have no idea, like, where you're at and how well your race is really going until you cross the finish line. Like, I thought I was third American because I didn't know Galen had dropped out until after the race, so it was just, like, such a chaotic bloodbath of a day that it was kind of just, like, just going to keep running, I guess. <laughs> just keep chugging along. <laughs> yep, exactly. That is weird because that's such a polar opposite to, like, our racing experiences right. on the track. Just, mm-hmm. like... Just because you're obviously in a marathon, you're in such a zone of discomfort, but then also just being in a zone of, you're not really knowing what's going on, but just knowing that you just got to keep running. Like, I can't even imagine how that feels. That's going to be really tough. But um, this is a kind of random aside. Would you drop out of a marathon or would you push your body to the limit? How, what's like, as an actual marathoner, because yeah. obviously like the two schools would be like, if you're blowing up, it's like, okay, just cut like drop losses. out, cut mm-hmm. your losses, like, and then you can go again. Or does the pride take over? I'd say it depends on the race. So like at the trials, obviously that was my marathon debut. And yeah, I fell like twice and there's that picture of me like bleeding from the head. Um, And a race like that, like I had nothing on my calendar after. Like the Olympic trials is obviously like a race that people work a lifetime to be at. Like you're taking a qualifying spot in theory from someone to be there. So like that one for me, it was one that I finished when I probably shouldn't have. Like I ran 225 and was running like seven minute pace for basically the last 10K. So Mm there was no merit to me finishing. Like I was like 197th that day. Um, But yeah, kind of just the the pride and like the importance of that race and the fact that there was nothing after that made me want to finish it. Um, But I also, you know, like I was talking to Abdi after the race and he dropped out at like maybe 25, 30K. And he was saying that like, because he cut his losses when he did, like he hopes to bounce back and be able to run another marathon here in like the next couple of months. So yeah, that's where, you know, if there is something that you have is maybe a bit of a backup plan in your mind and it's like an actual feasible opportunity, then maybe it's better to cut your losses. But also like most major marathons will cut your appearance fee in half if you don't finish their race. So if you start, but don't mm, finish. Another. So it's like also depending, you know, like some of the guys like Shadrach who debuted, um, finished, but he yeah. ran like two, 30 yeah um but i'm sure you know roadrunners pays pretty well like i would imagine his appearance he was pretty good and if you cut that in half like that can be yeah like up until he just signed with puma right but before that he didn't have a contract so for him like a lot of times you're making your livelihood off of the appearance fees and the prize money in the marathons if you don't have a shoe deal so there's also you you gotta weigh the pros and cons like okay well if i drop out then i'm losing the paycheck a bit but then do i recoup that in another race if i can bounce back so yeah it's a, a tricky one but i personally have yet to have like a moment in a marathon where i'm like i'm screwed i'm just dropping out yeah i hope you never have that moment <laughs> thanks <laughs> I, I really hope you don't because yeah, it just no, it just I, sounds yeah. like it sounds crushing for yeah. anyone to go yeah. through that because yeah. like it's marathon, just like it's 18 months right like a yeah. plan and mm-hmm. and then you're in that moment and you're just like this is like what i've been training for for 18 months whereas yeah. like for our like Eight, perspective 18 weeks. 18 weeks yeah sorry 18, 18 months, months. <laughs> it's like i mean maybe but <laughs> depends, depends on who you are. <laughs> 18 really, weeks it's a really important race i, po- yeah. I apologize but, but 18, it's yeah. a really important race whereas for us like it's just different because we're like yeah. oh we can race next week mm-hmm. whereas like in the mouth you just can't do that yeah, but yeah. i don't think i would ever drop out of a race still i don't know 
It's all, yeah, it's also What about like, an injury? Like, if you have yeah. an injury, you'd have so, to drop mm-hmm. down. Which your whole point is just yeah, like, right. mile yeah. 10. You're like, oh, yeah. I also, like, logistically, I just think it would be hard to drop out of a marathon. Like, if you drop out of a track race, <laughs> it's like, oh, home? shit, at most, I have to walk 200 meters back to where my stuff is, right? But, like, if you drop out at, like, mile 14 in New York City, you're just, like, kind of standing on the side of the road and <laughs> yeah, telling like, medical people, like, oh, we got, like, a shuttle for you. But, Sounds like, terrible. yeah, it's just kind of like a... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Ritz definitely has a story like that. Does he? Somewhere where he's had to step off with a torn planner or something. And he's, <laughs> he's just, just stuck. Like, now oh, what? Shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough one. I, I would say I probably feel like I'd be the same way as you, mm-hmm. where it's like in the right race. Like, I think if you're ever, say, for example, like wearing like your national kit, like if you're in a race that's like that big, you probably yep. want to finish it. Right. But if you're at a race... Yeah, for example, if you had tried to do, um, what was the last one, Chicago? Mm-hmm. And, like, it wasn't going well for some reason. It, it's just, like, and then you could race New York or right. something mm-hmm. and, and make it up. I would probably drop out, even though that kind of make, makes me sound like a pussy, but I don't no, know. I mean, it's, it's obviously, it's not super uncommon. Like, if yeah. you look at the rate of attrition this past weekend, like, a good amount of people dropped out. So, you would you would not be alone in that. What's the next month? Is it Boston, the next one? The majors, yeah. Uh, I think Tokyo and London Tokyo. will be before Boston. Okay, yeah. Because like spring. Is there, is there like international ones? Like, what's the ones that you want to do? You want to do all of them, all the majors? Or? I'd love to at some point. Yeah. yeah. So I've done that. New York was the last domestic one. So yeah. I've done all the ones in the states now. Um, so yeah, that leaves Berlin, London, and Tokyo. So we'll see. Maybe there's Berlin will be the one around quick, right? That's yeah, the quick one, right? Yeah. So that's like maybe. Oh. <laughs> The FedEx guy with horrific timing. <laughs> horrific timing. Um, I think we can roll through that. Can we roll through that? Yeah. I mean, I can Gus, Angus, Gus, let him know. just chill. <laughs> I was thinking, another aside, we'll just go off topic a bunch of times. Speaking of the Olympic trials, how do you feel about going to Disneyland? Oh, yeah. yeah I was going to say. Disneyland. I assume you're going. Uh, we're going to Orlando, baby. Um, no, I, I think it'll be, I think it's good. Like, a lot of people have said that it won't. It's so different from the marathon course, right? Like the the Paris course is like fourteen hundred feet of elevation gain, and Orlando maybe has like four feet of elevation gain. <laughs> so weird. I think it's going to be. There's always that like fear that you're not going to send the right people. Um, What's New York? Just to for reference, New York's like nine hundred, so it's okay. pretty substantially. Like Paris is going to be a very hard course. It's wow, simple. that is so hilly. Yeah, it's That's like hilly. Atlanta was for the twenty twenty trials, um, yeah. and that was yeah. a really tough course. So. Mm. Yeah, there's there's obviously that fear um, that that the team that we send may not be prepped, but I also think it's really like naive to say that just because you run well on a flat course doesn't mean that you're going to be stupid and like not train for a course that you know is completely different. And there's plenty of time in between the two to yeah. like turn things around and train. You know, you're going to do an entirely separate build. So I don't, I'm excited for it. Like I think. I typically do a little bit better on courses that are like more longer gradual climbs or flatter rather than like short steep climbs. I'm not like a super punchy hill climber kind of guy. I definitely enjoy like the longer, like New York is nice because it's long grind bridges mm-hmm. rather than like short steep stuff. So I think that will play to my strengths. And then the weather wise, it'll either be like nice or it'll be hot and humid. And I've now ran Chicago and New York and hot and humid and been totally fine. So I think, yeah, it should be. So what, time, what time of year is it? February 3rd. It's so literally, like it's only winter. just over a year away. Yeah. 
So like based on our experiences, out. Yeah. Out. yeah, that's insane. Based on our experiences uh, in Florida during that time of year, it can be pretty shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. from what <laughs> we've experienced on training camp, yeah. Yeah. pretty shit. Yeah. We haven't we haven't ragged on Florida in about uh, probably thirty episodes. So yeah. we'll it's bring it back. Will you go to Disneyland afterwards? Uh, it probably depends on how well I race. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Reed, Reed makes the teams on yeah. the walk. <laughs> if I'm pissed off, I'm getting on the next flight home. If <laughs> yeah. I make the team, you'll see me on Space Mountain. Like, having a beer. Yeah. 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 Like, as soon as I'm out of drug Paris. testing, you, you I'm going to Magic Have the American Kingdom. flag with you. Just, yeah. <laughs> just spinning around Space Mountain. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it'll make some awesome like photo and content oh, opportunities. That would be great content. Yeah, yeah that'd that'd just to go into the park after. That'd be great content to make. Yeah, like I mean, there's... Um, like when Shalane did her project last year where she ran all the, the majors and then like New York was the last one and Courtney White did like a very cool photo shoot with her on the subway of New York with all her medals on it and it's like I feel like you can do something like that but like yeah. on a roller coaster in Disney World <laughs> so that'd be pretty just, just elevate that yes exactly roller coaster yeah. in Disney World as, as if Disney needs more, I was about to say, more no. exposure <laughs> yeah. and free marketing yeah yeah they, they seem to be struggling yeah, yeah. To they're Disney. gonna slap us with a copyright infringement <laughs> <laughs> this podcast sorry fun, fellas they're, they're gonna take all that money from us now all that yeah. money that we the made. prize money should come from Disney it should just be like yeah, yeah. honestly be a drop in the bucket for them but, really honestly yeah. wait is the cause actually linked to is it actually around the park they have just somewhere the course, random... but there is like the disney marathon which oh. is in orlando um, okay. so i can't imagine it's going to be the same course but at the same time like it'd be cool, be cool. yep <laughs> you would think they cool probably have some nice like promenade yeah, roads. roads with yep. some yep. like pretty good yeah. surface yeah i guess the reality is like you just can't i don't know how the disney marathon works but you can't shut down Disney. Like, no. Yeah. Like, right. think about how much it costs to shut down Disney mm-hmm. for yeah. a day. It'd yeah. be hilarious though if, like, you just have Mickey Mouse holding the tape. Like, just yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I hope that still happens. Yeah. You can, you can Reed's, com- Reed's coming through with the tape and Mickey Mouse is holding yeah. it. Yeah, right. If, if you can't afford to shut down Disney for the day, at least you can do is rent Mickey Mouse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's like I'm the sure very you can do least that. you can do when you're all in the characters window. out yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. When, you, when you make the US team, they just put a <laughs> the Disneyland yeah, hat on it. The Mickey ears on it. They don't give you a medal. Every mile marker is a different disney character yeah <laughs> waving is there enough disney characters for that yes. oh it's, it's endless yeah. <laughs> we swear. can make some more if I we can, need okay to. name <laughs> name five disney characters i can't na- i can't Mickey name like mouse three. Minnie mouse donald duck daffy, daffy duck, duck Goofy, and one more Goofy. <laughs> oh that's yeah, five that's pretty good <laughs> i can only yeah, that's, that's like, like og disney. yeah there's like og there's like think about how much disney is like all that star wars i'm in the og stuff i can't remember but you're right you could you could definitely just add in star wars and like all the other Disney we, can, we can make it work yeah. princess stuff yeah they have uh i'm trying to think if they have any running based movies i don't think they do yeah mcfarland yeah is mcfarland disney yeah yeah okay so you, you got guys Danny there Diaz? NCAAs the year that they did like the premiere of that we didn't we, we weren't there for Cross. that yeah i think it was think 20 it was, it was my senior year i think so it was 2016 maybe yeah it was the year freshman we didn't year. qualify uh, <laughs> freshman year that's one up on it yeah, yeah. wait um was kevin yeah, costner there yeah no i don't think he was there oh damn but they did like a because they do like the the pre race dinner for everybody, mm-hmm. right? And they did like a it was after the dinner they did a showing of McFarland USA, and I think like twenty people stayed. <laughs> I know you watch it. No, oh. like, no I'm, I'm racing an NCAA championship. Yeah, I'm going home. I don't need to watch a mediocre Kevin Costner. <laughs> I know they did the same thing at Foot Lock, and I think that was mm-hmm. probably a more appropriate audience. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say. Yeah. I think college I think the high bit... school crowd would play a little bit better than <laughs> the college. Bit space. older. Bit older. Because he's like, fuck yeah. that. I'm going to bed. Yeah. But um, so. 
We've had a couple of asides with Dallas <laughs> yeah, back into yeah. the New York the Marathon. guy really threw us for a loop there. Yeah, that was <laughs> tough, but we made it through that. But <laughs> we did. So everyone talks about New York is, well, actually, we did have some pushback last week when we said that New York was like the biggest uh, like U.S. marathon, like the biggest weekend in distance running in America. What do you, it, like, because you've experienced them all now, is mm-hmm. New York the premier or how is it compared to Boston? Uh, it's kind of apples to oranges, I think. Oh, like, yeah. you can't really do an honest comparison of them like boston's got like just the hair i was talking about this before we started recording but the heritage in boston's insane and like boston gets the day off it's patriots day so everybody's yeah. off they can all the come baseball game and, as well right um so it's kind of like the entire city is sort of like based around the marathon for that weekend whereas new york like it's just such a big city that sure it's like maybe more overall crowd support than boston but it's also like you get people like you know, at like mile 14, there's a police officer just like in between me and Fobble, just like letting somebody cross the road. He's probably like, I'm just trying to go get some groceries, man. Yeah, you know? New, York, so New York just, life is still very yeah, much exactly. so happy. And now, like, there was that viral TikTok of like in the Hasidic Jew neighborhood oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with all the guys the like trying to cross through the marathon. Yeah, pretty they, impressive they by that. was, yeah. yeah. Um, they don't they, give a fuck they had a lot more <laughs> space to cross when, when the my group was going through, but it was still funny to see him like. Just, just weaving across through, yeah, like this, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just a totally different experience. Like Boston, everybody knows that the marathon's going on. Everybody's out for it, and everybody who's like there cheering or out on the roads at that point is like there to watch the marathon. Mm-hmm. Whereas New York, it's like someone probably just like went to get a bagel, and right? Like, oh, exactly. The, the right. Oh, yeah, look at these Maybe guys going, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but this is so, the yeah, question: can go unnoticed. between between Boston and New York, which one would you want to win? As a, as a marathoner. Oh, oh man. Would you be like, oh, I don't mind Gosh, either that one? That is hard. Yeah, or would I you mean, be like, if you, had to, if you only can only win one, is yep. it New York or is it Boston? I guess yeah. it depends on the competition. Mm-hmm. But obviously what you're No, we want a concrete answer. Yeah. <laughs> we want a concrete. I would say, if you, win, if you win Boston, you're like an American distance running legend forever. Yeah. So Boston it is. Then. So Boston, yeah. but like, I feel like. The anticipation of that the, was like. The visibility maybe of New York, like there's just so many. Like you guys talked about, there's so many. Everybody's in New York, like every brand, yeah, every sponsor, like brand every company. A, a so maybe New like York. New York could be more lucrative to win. Yeah, but I really, I don't know. I haven't won either. So maybe this when is, I win both, I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah. when you win both, <laughs> we'll have you back on the pod. We'll have you back on the pod when it happens. Yeah, but I think the way you explain it would be nice. It's like if you're like just you want to have that legacy, Boston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you want to get like good support afterwards, right. New York. Yeah. Maybe that's why we said New York because we're not American. Yeah. But if you're 100%, American, I think you're right. If you're American and you win Boston, I can you go down history. Yeah, but if sure. you're like a foreigner like us and you win New York, you probably get right. a really good deal. Yeah. But it's yeah. same with the Americans too. Yeah. But I mean, I, either way, you win either, you're doing pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing pretty well for yourself yeah. the other day. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, looking at like kind of the behind the scenes, like the underbelly of like what it's like to be an elite runner at uh, New York. We know because we've had some experience with New York Road Runners because mm-hmm. we've done Fifth Ave. Like yep. they look after you pretty well, huh? Yeah, what's really what's well. the what's like the athlete experience if you're like in your category? Yeah, uh, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean every every major race does an awesome job by their elites. Like I've never shown up to Chicago, Boston, or New York and been like, I don't really know what's going on, you yeah. know, or like not felt <laughs> taken care of. Um, but yeah, Road Runners does an incredible job with everything. Sam and the whole team is super easy to work with you know you show up and basically from the time your plane touches down and the time it takes is off like you don't have to think about anything um yeah the, the volunteers and the staff are all amazing so yeah it's it's really cool like they take you to ocean breeze which you guys have banners hanging up there it was pretty fun i was kilgore david kilgore you're you're on yeah. buddy um yeah. 
he was in the Seville Wheat Field, so I was talking to him before the race, and I was like, look, you guys got some, some on names up in the rafters here. Um, so it's obviously a beautiful facility. They bust you over there, so you don't have to deal with taking the Staten Island Ferry, which, like, the people who are in the mass races do. Um, so just it makes it a lot less stressful and hectic of a morning to be in the elite corral and to be taken care of by mm-hmm. roadrunners, whereas if you're in the general start, like, I, you know, you watch like, the like YouTube videos show, yeah. of somebody like doing a, a vlog on the New York City Marathon. It's like, well, yeah. that that is a completely different experience. They're up like five hours yeah. before and the race just, like, just to commute. Yeah, there. it seems like uh, I don't even on a great weather day. New York just seems like a crazy place to go try and run a PR because of like just the stress of the morning and then the course being so difficult. But yeah, I mean, it's it is just a different is amazing. It's a different experience for them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Our next guest will just be someone that ran it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think my exactly. mom's running. We could she's upstairs. Yeah, we could get ask her. On her. Pod, yeah. <laughs> we could ask her. Um, but sorry, what were you saying? No, that was pretty much it. Yeah, it, they, I mean they just do a they great job as you guys have experienced. So, yeah. I mean it's, There's a sweet post race dinner, isn't there or something like there that? There is. Um you go to that? I didn't go. <laughs> but I've heard it's amazing. It's at Fogo de Chao. So if you're big into like a nice steakhouse experience, mm. it's it's good. Stuff. Of course New York has it at a steakhouse. Right. Um, just makes sense. Yep. But yeah, I did a you guys actually talked about the T C S partnership I did, which is how you knew that the split screen broadcasting was happening yeah um so yeah tcs is obviously the presenting partner of new york um and they had a big event after that was at the same time as the athlete dinner so i went to that instead of the athlete dinner sorry checks out checks out that's too bad um this is like just a very another random new york like or just general marathon question how do you make sure that you get your bottle when you're racing that's a good question (laughs) because i didn't get my bottle at 15k oh Um, seriously yeah so this is a great opportunity Abdi and Jared, thank you both. Um, yeah, my bottle just wasn't on the table at 15K. I don't really know what happened still. Somebody said that, like, the Brazilian guy who's leading, like, at the 15K station, like, grabbed a bottle that maybe wasn't his and then just, okay. like, didn't know what to do with it. And then, yeah. so that might have been mine. I don't know what happened to it. But by the time I got there, it just wasn't on the table. Um, he, so was, I, he was extra thirsty by the yeah, already. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, he needed, uh, maybe he needed the, he needed the a scratch that I had. Um, <laughs> So I was really fortunate to be in a group still at that point and really fortunate that Avi and Jared are both like very selfless, great people to compete with and against. Um, so they saw that I didn't get my bottle and they both had Morton. So That's it wasn't huge. like I used scratch super fuel. So I, it wasn't what I'd trained with, which is always nerve wracking when you like don't get your own fuel. Um, so I was like the next 5k until I got back to my next bottle. I was kind of worried that like I just hadn't taken enough because I didn't want to like take all of their fuel obviously or just was gonna have like gi issues because it was something totally foreign to me but it worked out fine um but yeah they so it's they have tables set up obviously they're like numbered so it's one through i think nine for the size of the pro field they had in new york and there's usually like two to four bottles on each table and it's based on your bib number so i was bib 22 so i was on the table with bib 2 12 22 and 32 interesting and then they have it placed so if it's two first, 12 next, 22, and then 32. So you have like a table and spot on every table that's like assigned and consistent throughout the race. So you just like obviously make sure you know. So you'd be like the third bottle on Correct. table yeah, two. Yeah, I was table. Yep, exactly. I was bottle two on table five, I think. Yeah, okay, okay, um, okay. And then obviously everyone has like different bottles. And so mine have like 
tape and it's in man sticker on it so that yeah. i can like recognize it and see it and grab it and if somebody else picks it up they're like wait a minute yeah this isn't mine yeah and then usually if you grab a bottle that's not yours by accident you'll like the, ideally you get it at like an earlier table and then you can there's usually volunteers and staff like along the tables and so you can like basically say this isn't mine and drop it and then they'll pick it up and mm -hmm. they put it usually there's like a overflow table at the end that's just empty for scenarios like that and they'll pick it up and put it on the end so when my bottle wasn't there at 15k i was like okay maybe it's gonna be on the last table but then it wasn't there either so yeah oh, damn what a yeah. system you have yeah to be... no it's like a well-oiled machine for sure <laughs> yeah, yeah. that is definitely... very like lucid to yeah. be able to yeah I've, like... i mean i've always said like marathon training and racing feels like a completely different sport from like track racing because there's yeah. so much like things that you just don't have to think about when you're running on the track but then all of a sudden when like all these factors come into play you have to be yeah prepared yeah. for this it for is sure. one of the things that Riss talked about he said i heard him say this a few times and it's hard for me to imagine this just based on the races that i do but he kept emphasizing how in the marathon like you should feel good and obviously feeling good is relative like mm -hmm. sometimes you you know you're running the same pace and you feel amazing and sometimes right. you're running the same pace and you feel terrible but he's it was like, yeah, you should feel really like one of the difficulties is that you should feel relatively within your comfort zone for a large like, portion of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yep. what, what point do, is that like how you feel? Is yeah. That how you approach um, it? I feel again, I, like just with my experience, I feel like I've had a couple of outliers cause it's like Boston and or uh, New York and Chicago have been such crappy weather days that like in both of those races, I didn't really feel good cause yeah. it's just so hot and humid and you're like dumping cups of water on yourself and like just trying to mitigate damage so early and you're not running like the pace that you trained at you're like a quarter of a gear off that so it just feels kind of unnatural like i'd planned for running 455 to five minute pace and that's what all my rhythm work was at up here and then all of a sudden on race day you're like okay well 510 to 505 this is going to be a great day so yeah. you just feel a little bit like out of your rhythm um but in boston i felt great through like yeah probably like 16 to 18 um and that's was like the only one that i've ran it's been like nice weather yeah, for normal. racing so yeah. i would say in a typical marathon maybe yeah it's, it's usually through at least halfway you want to feel really in control um do you wait until you get to go to like berlin I know. Like yeah, that's, <laughs> I, yeah that's like I'm a bunch of through every single one of your yeah, marathon experience it's absolute been, shit like yeah, shit show, yeah. yeah boston was nice obviously but boston's not like the fastest course, hard um, course. so yeah i'm definitely excited to have the stars align maybe at some point and just be like oh it's 50 degrees and not windy and, and i can <laughs> and just go flat right fast yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah we'll see yeah i'm i'm i feel like having those three in your back pocket though like will seat you up well for hopefully. a fast one yeah like, yeah oh, I mean, so I this is so easy <laughs> yeah it'll be one or the other right because like yeah chicago i ran 214.40 and then new york i ran yeah like 215 mid uh-huh so it's just like not you know you're coming through halfway in like 67 minutes whereas if i want to run like 208 in berlin next year you're coming through in like three minutes faster than that so it might that just be a very like a different bit like, okay that feels different um, i'm <laughs> sure it's still gonna hurt right but i'll just hopefully be in a much better way i'll be in pain instead of like this sucks and i'm running slow It'll be like, this <laughs> yeah. sucks but at least i'm running fast um but yeah it's i'm hoping i'll get lucky with one year or something <laughs> You got to think if you keep racing them, eventually it's going to yep. come. Eventually yeah. the stars right. will align. Yep. The stars yep. will align. Mm -hmm. What is a weird concept knowing that it should feel good for a long time, but it, it makes a little bit of sense if you think if you do a lot of training at threshold, mm -hmm. you should only, your threshold should be how long you can run, how fast you can run for an hour. Right. The marathon's double that. So it has to be, 
you know, some amount slower mm-hmm. than threshold pace yeah. already. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, usually you say like you shouldn't ever like ex- for me, I should never like exceed threshold effort in a marathon for more than like mm. a minute or two or unless it's in like the last couple miles. Cause like as soon as you go over. Yeah. Well it's yeah. And that's it. Right. It's like when you like bonk a lot of times it's because you've gone too hard too soon. And there's this, that like small window where it's like you're right on the knife's edge where if you run too fast you blow up and if you run too slow you just run too slow and you have more in the tank do you have a good idea of that exact feeling like do you know when Uh, you're kind of right there i think so yeah i mean i feel like i've learned in each subsequent marathon like that i have a little bit more to give like in chicago that was effectively my debut and so like i finished and i was like wow that was the hardest thing i've ever done but then i ran boston and was like wow that was the hardest thing i've ever done and i ran new york and i'm like wow that was the hardest thing i've said it's just like each time i feel like i'm able to dig a little bit deeper and pull a little bit more out of myself and i think that just kind of comes with the terror you know like if you think about when you ran your first 5k instead of a 1500 all of a sudden it's like whoa that felt like a lot and then each subsequent race thereafter it's like oh, okay that feels a little bit more like normal and predictable now so i think that's kind of the same mo in the marathons it's like the more experience you have in it the more you know how you should feel at certain points during the race that's definitely one of the things that i noticed like looking at my own experiences of like racing the 5k if you compare like someone like myself to a more beginner runner is i think you can make yourself hurt so yeah, so much definitely. more like you can get so much more out of yourself and that just comes with like definitely just the experience mm-hmm. of doing it yeah and it's like you definitely yeah one of the i've definitely said this on the podcast before but like the biggest misconceptions is like the better you get the easier it feels mm-hmm. it feels no. harder and harder yeah. like it gets harder and harder <laughs> yeah like the better you get yeah. like you or just if, get better at yeah, dealing with exactly. it exactly and i think that's like why running is such a unique sport because like if i go to the gym and i put up a bunch of you know it's a classic analogy like i can go to the gym but i don't feel like i'm lebron james because lebron james feels totally different when he's on a basketball court than i do Mm -hmm. but like in talking to other like i coach and i've obviously been in a bunch of marathons i see what people experience when they run a marathon whether it's me running 210 or somebody running 310 or 410 or 510 it's like yeah the, the pain and suffering that those people go through is like the exact same yeah. pain and suffering it might be to a slightly different degree you know one way or another but yeah it's like they know exactly what i feel and i know exactly what they feel which i think is a really cool thing so yeah mm-hmm. it's like maybe i can tolerate a bit more of it but relatively speaking like it still sucks for everybody right you know <laughs> it sucks for everyone yeah <laughs> big big old shared experience yep. sucking definitely love it <laughs> can build a community around that um, sure can. Yeah. <laughs> speaking about the pain and suffering one of the q a's that we had last week that we didn't get to was just going out to us have we thought about moving up to the marathon so obviously reed you've ticked that box yes. <laughs> congratulations yep. thank you well yeah. done ollie and george have you guys thought about it i mean obviously we talk about it sometimes. this is this is the thing i didn't really like have much interaction with the marathon until coming to the states and then even become professionally like uh seeing reed and then seeing like other friends emma bates like all these people do the marathon and then watching them on tv you do kind of feel like this is like oh this would be an amazing thing to experience like something special about something it. special about it yeah definitely and i definitely have that experience i am a 1500 meter runner though <laughs> so i definitely start to think about wow like running 210 running that quickly for a marathon scares the absolute fuck out of me so like i don't know if like because i could be somebody that never progresses well in distance or i could be someone that hopefully can get there i would love to i will do a marathon in my at some point Will I be good at it? I don't know, but I'd love to do one. Like, for example, 
um, I have this like idealistic goal that I'd finish my career in 2032 Brisbane Olympics marathon. That's my that's like. That's what we've talked about. Yeah, that would be like awesome. a good way to like send off my professional career if I'm yeah. like that that age. But and I've talked to Ritz about it as well. Like Ritz, all like he wants us all to be marathon yeah, sure. Like he's yeah. so like <laughs> every, every marathon. marathon or once he's just so he's like, oh, dude, you guys yeah. be great, like Alicia and Joe, and like he just gets really excited about it, which is lovely because that's like Ritz loves the marathon. Yeah, right. Um, but I would love to do it. Will I be good at it? I have no idea. Will I do it? Definitely. I just think like the all I have, the respect I have. I think most runners in the community, I can't, I can speak for myself, but not for everyone. Most runners in the community have a lot of respect for the marathon. I think it's because, particularly watching it. Like I'll never, like you can get bored with watching sport events like baseball. Like for me, sometimes NFL gets boring, but with watching uh, marathon running, even though I'm like zoning in and out, like I'm always like super engaged in what's going on. I find it really interesting. I find it, um, I don't know, just it's just brutal yeah. so I like that part about our sport because our sport is just brutal in general so I, to answer the question yes I think I will do a marathon um, just further down the pipeline further down the pipeline hopefully I'd love to stay in the 1500 for a little bit longer <laughs> yeah George did you have to like was it you just woke up one day and you were like alright I want to be a marathoner I've just was never it? been fat I've never broken two minutes in the 800 George so I, I was pretty much destined for the marathon if I wanted to keep doing this I didn't choose the marathon the marathon yeah. chose me like my first weekend at Drake when I was a freshman I like sat down with my coach and he was just like you're going to be really good at the marathon one day I'm like okay does he call you on now and he's like see I told yeah, you I told yeah, you exactly um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know that I just like woke up and was like, that'd be fun one day. But I felt like it was kind of always the trajectory that I would hmm. find. You, well, you came to it pretty quick. Right. Relative. I mean, I'm still, pre- I'm 27 right now. So yeah. yeah, for a marathoner, like I'm still not in my peak, but mm-hmm. I ran a handful. So mm-hmm. yeah, I debuted when I was 24. Wow. Which is young. That's impressive. Particularly with like, yeah. I just feel quite far away from. Yeah, which is fair. Yeah, I, 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 I you're also that. young. I run and you're also not running anywhere close to a marathon. I so run. That's fair. I mean, Ollie, I feel like it could run one like next week. I am still running five days a week on the ground, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like um. But there's so many. I love the history of like, there back when New Zealand had a its heyday. Not that it it's having a good time right now in distance running. All right. But back in kind of the 60s, 70s, the people like Rod Dixon who medaled in the olympics of the 1500 and then went and won the new york marathon mm. like no i mean like, just we, legendary yeah. new zealand both countries distance runners new australia that then would like yeah yeah fuck it i'm gonna go run a marathon <laughs> we got great we got great history i mean we got uh de Costello, steve monaghani like we've got really good history in the marathon for mm-hmm. um australia and new zealand so it's it's yeah. a cool thing for us too particularly and i think yeah george like you'd have to get to the seven day uh, on the ground cycle we start probably. with that yeah and then <laughs> we progress yeah. but no rush but it's just yeah I think the marathon definitely it's appealing but then hearing you know you talk about the pain and like the, the duration and every like all the, the stuff that goes into it it's just definitely a point where you want to be like this is when I want to do it it's like having a kid you gotta fully commit to it it's like having a kid it's like having a marathon baby so yeah. you're like yep I want, a, I want a baby yep I want to do the marathon it's yeah. the same same thing right yeah you can't rush that because that's yeah, how I, I feel say. Yeah. <laughs> Always back talking about babies again. No, it's yeah, just an analogy. It's just an analogy. Always yeah, just, yeah, if I if I don't have a partner by the time I'm 50, I'm probably going to adopt a marathon. <laughs> hey, those, those odds are looking more and more like, viable now. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think it's it's just, yeah, it's commendable. No, it's sick. It, it definitely takes time because I feel the, pretty similar to George where I'm like, I want to run. Like, I ju- you just need to let it come to you, I feel like, yeah, because sure. I, I definitely grew up idolizing kind of the classic distance runner like 
you have a track career and like by the end you're like a 5k 10k guy mm-hmm. and like me hopefully you are strong enough to double like in the way that like grant can already do it right now but like you do that and then you do that for like a few years and then you move up to the marathon that's kind of how i've always like looked at it but it's like i don't feel like close to that at all right now like it's that feels so far away still so if you think about it, though in 2032 10 years from now imagine how yeah. good the shoes are going to be dude yeah, we're not even going to have to run <laughs> this, it the, the yeah. shoes are going to run themselves yeah. there's, there's yeah. hope for us it'll be hoverboard that's <laughs> yeah. what everyone's been saying dude it's just going to be F1 out here all the rules and regulations compound yeah. is going to be right for you are yeah. you on the C2s yeah. <laughs> it's a good pick T-Man has a salary cap yeah. he's like yeah yeah you can yeah. only spend this much money on the shoes for Reed it's like oh, we'll, yeah. break, we'll break the salary limits, cap limits on testing oh yeah. you can only run uh, 50 days in the year yeah. <laughs> you guys are getting too good um, you change yeah. out the soles for like a downhill session yeah. 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 dude literally that's going to be what's happening can't wait actually actually fuck that shit bro (laughs) (laughs) let's get rid of super shoes imagine if they just got rid of super shoes right now imagine if they just did that brutal like everyone everyone would just get injured like within like a month yeah or everyone would go back to being healthy all the time yeah one of those two everyone has like high hamstring stuff and like true you know what's Could the, go the way. that would be one. so interesting experiment to have that for like just like two years no super shoes mm-hmm. to see how everyone responds to it yeah You're nuts it would yeah. be it would be wild yeah just not like, just on the marathon but on the track as well yeah yeah so yeah, i feel like we've all gotten very reliant on oh 100 percent 100 percent i remember when they came out and i was like i'm not doing anything with training and, <laughs> and now i'm just like ah, i'm pretty tired today i'll throw on the super shoes I need, <laughs> I need the extra boost this morning <laughs> literally i think it, ha- it happened to me i think it kind of happened to george as well where like we started out getting back into workouts mm-hmm. like week one i'm like all right, I'm gonna like delay putting on the super shoes for yeah. as long as possible because yeah, yeah. I don't want to like yeah, I, once once yeah once you do yeah. it you can't go back and then the first workout Joe Clark is wearing the super shoes yeah. I'm like well if Joe's wearing them obviously yeah, I gotta wear them. Oh, yeah. I gotta that wear happens them. all the time on our team too like obviously, if I show I'm up to a workout and I'm in super shoes everyone's just like immediately puts down the shoes they were wearing goes to their trunk and gets the super shoes like if Reed's wearing them I'm wearing them I gotta wear those I'm not even gonna be able to work out with them yeah. it's not even the same workout I, I love to hear it's the exact same for both teams it's yeah. just like yeah. just looking around what, what are you wearing for the workout yeah, yeah, yeah. alright yeah. yeah. just going back to the car yeah. I, I take pride in, in holding out the longest I held out like one workout longer it was not very like I thought we wouldn't be in super shoes until like December yeah. like January it was yeah. like week one like, yeah. well, it was cl- click ahead them on the first like minute on minute on well, yeah. Joe was saying he was super out of shape so he probably showed up and was like I need the boost and yeah, you I guys were probably that. also not in shape so you were like well that's the funny he thing. needs the boost I'm taking the boost the funny thing is like oh Joe like, oh, I'm out of shape still crushes everything yeah. it's like yeah. fuck you're yeah, out was, of shape bro yeah I ran uh, 10 mile championships for the US was in Minneapolis which is where Joe and I grew up yeah. um, so I ran with him the day before the race and he was like I was doing strides, like pre-race strides. And he was like, oh, I might hop in with you. I haven't done strides yet. And Ritz has been telling me I need to start doing strides. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, I'm just doing like six by 20 on 40 off. He's like, okay, I can do that. First stride, he just immediately puts like a meter into me. <laughs> bro, come on. He's like, bro, I got to race him. Yeah, right? yeah. He's my like, yeah, I'm pretty out of shape. As yeah. He's running like yeah. four ten. 10 You're just looking just at him like, what are you doing, bro? Yeah. I had I had a moment of that on the long run uh, yesterday. We long run yesterday. Um, yeah, my Jonas got pissed off because I yeah. was like, I was running with Jonas and I'm like, yeah, I'm just taking it easy today. And yeah. Jonas is like, what the fuck, man? Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, Jonas, I'm just going to stick with you. I'm going to take it easy today. And then Jonas ended up crushing us. So yeah. that was pretty cool. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's the little, the little, little things. things, the little things, the little yep. things in running. They yeah. really get you. And going. It's always, this is always a weird time of year. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, <laughs> I was in the shape of my life, and then we got guys coming back from like 
you know their time off the track season like you guys yeah, were full break. I'm just like slaughtering these dudes but then it's like that's, no, that's I'm what I heard every for a couple <laughs> weeks and I'll show up and then they'll slaughter me right back so it's just a weird everything weird I heard from the the 10 men the inside 10 men training was that the all the boys were just getting cycled through like being yeah. the training partners yeah, so I, just, I, had some, I had some domestiques for a while yeah. it's like two friends stuff as yes. they come back it's like all right this read session let's let's break it up and yep. help them out in these nah, places very amazing about it like uh, yeah it's, that's awesome it's, it's a good, so good. I, and they all are like i think it's as you guys have seen like with helen now like it's really cool when you have a teammate building up for a marathon like you get so invested in like their training and their result that you mm-hmm. like kind of like want to help in any way you can so yeah i'm super grateful for those guys but yeah it was definitely <laughs> it's just funny to hear yeah, that. Yeah. Just, i it's, felt bad sometimes where i was like oh no like, this is your first workout back in boulder and you're just getting thrown to the and, like, I'll, I'll, i'm so if it can like fucking fit right now i'm gonna destroy you like i'm sorry but i have to yeah, yeah, i need i need a little ego i'm training for the marathon right just, i'm gonna yeah, destroy you're just gonna you. have to you're just gonna have to deal with it yeah well um, then there was that like perfect little equilibrium for a while where it was like i was at my peak mileage so i'm just like carrying so much more fatigue and the other guys were like pretty fresh but yeah. then like we're hopping in for like you know five miles of my tempo or whatever so they would just like be able to get through everything with me and then they would just drop and i would have not feel great so i would like mm-hmm. just keep going but mm-hmm. i'm not like pick it up like crazy so there's yeah. a nice little overlap there with the bell that curve was, kind of evened out but that was the good times but um you did mention helen a nice little segue yes the next part we want to talk about the new york marathon was our teammate helen obiri obviously we talked about it last week hyped it up a lot massive debut for her she's arguably like the greatest female distance runner of all time mm-hmm. so when you have someone like that Running the debut marathon, it's going to be a big deal. Uh, she's coming off like crushing the 5K, 10K, and all that on the track for a very long time. And yeah, as Reed mentioned, we got to be have front row seats to some of her. Well, that's kind of a lie because she trained at six in the morning, so yeah. we didn't. We didn't we actually. Like, we just heard from her. You had like yeah. fourth rows. Yeah. Yeah. Nose yeah. 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 But you definitely do become very invested when you hear like, yeah, Helen crushed 30K today at this mm-hmm. pace. You're like, oh, you're getting excited, you know. And um, she went out and raced, and she ended up coming sixth, which is obviously just, like, that's objectively just a great effort. Like, that's amazing. That's a great performance. For her, she wanted to win. Like, yeah. no question. Her, the standard is set so high when you're that good. So it was a little bit disappointing. Uh, it was kind of like, I would say this is a pretty typical way for someone's first marathon to play out, especially when you're just, like, a racer, like yeah. she is. She was always just going to be, like, at the front racing. She was looking real good, and then... I think it's probably was it thirty or thirty five k. She started like dropping off a bit. Yeah. Well, I, I think, think I think she made it to like it was even further, maybe like thirty seven k. It was only like three or four miles to go. Yeah. yeah. Your mum noticed because your mum's done a few marathons and was watching her. Her cadence just like dropped, dropped. dramatically. Yeah. And I think Ritz when I text Ritz afterwards, I was like, "Oh, like how how is hell?" And he kind of mentioned that like there's, like there's a few things like just for her learning like the logistics of the marathon, like fueling because mm-hmm. she had issues with that like initially and training for the fueling process as well as just like knowing when to push and when not to push maybe because like the girls 5k splits i don't have them off my head but i think like those one 5k like that they just dropped the hammer like those like they were racing they were racing they were just racing each other and it was just like three separated yeah and i think yeah she was just disappointed the nice thing says she's gonna miss us she's going back to kenya to be Mm -hmm. with her family and stuff um and then she'll be coming back to boulder later on but um yeah, it's it's funny being so invested in it and knowing Helen for a bit because she's just like really funny and she's it's been nice to to enjoy that process because we haven't really experienced that in our team. Yep. Um, until now, obviously Alicia and Joe, in the future, will will lead into that. But um, yeah, it was it was interesting to see. For us personally, I I loved what um the marketing around her because I feel like as a Kenyan athlete, you don't get that much hype around mm-hmm. somebody like that for a major like that. 
Kipchoge is an example that's kind of an outlier, but the way that, like, because they had a mural of Helen on did, and then they had all these advertisement, they had some videos from, from Citrus Mag. In general, like, I love the hype up for her because I feel like as a Kenyan athlete, I'm sure she doesn't, she's not used to it. So that was pretty sick to see um, for her. But um, I'm excited for her future with the marathon. I think that will give her the fire because she's a competitor at the end of the day. So I think that's what it is. Like, she, I think she'll come off with an appreciation for it because she is a competitor. She's like so talented. She runs with heart. But the marathon is a tiny bit more than that. Mm. Like, you need those things, but then you also need to be able to take on a ton of calories yep. and deal with some yeah. hard days. Yeah, and, I, and like, I mean, I saw her after the race, and like, she definitely looked disappointed. But I think, like you said, it's like when you're that good, anything yeah. other than winning is going to feel like a disappointment. And like, you know, I, I feel like I'm not someone who can like give her advice or anything because she's such a talented athlete. But yeah, I think, you know it's very rare that you run your first marathon and everything goes perfectly, you know, like that's yeah, I believe that. by far the outlier, um, and the exceptions. I think speaking from my own career, um, you, you just learn so much so quickly in the marathon and like, you can feel like you're prepared for it in training, but then like experiencing the race, especially in New York where there's no pacers, it's a hard course, it's a brutal mm-hmm. weather day. Like there's just so many variables and like to get everything right on your first go is so hard to do. So yeah, I mean, absolutely. I don't mm-hmm. think she'll have any trouble in the marathon in the future, but yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, and you talked about the importance of like missing one bottle, right? Mm-hmm. She definitely showed some reluctance. Yeah. I heard she was, yeah, just yeah. like that. She was like, I don't want well, to take it. No, she, well, Dathan, like not, not pressure, but like the feeling thing was important that she mm-hmm. wasn't like interested in it, but Dathan was like very, very adamant about it with it. And she like, de- like definitely understood that and then started training with it. The same with like just eating, like just yep. making sure you have enough calories mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I think you'd be good at giving advice. I mean, you, your, your track record was pretty good. <laughs> pretty, I, in general, like, I don't think it's just, you have to be the best. It's like you, you, you learn and you get exposure. Like failures is one of these things in, in the sport where you learn so much from it and it just takes you to new heights if you can uh, respond to it well. So, um, but in general, like, uh, yeah, I just, that was the one thing that I liked was um, seeing her um, go through it, go through that effort and then hopefully for the next one, we're just going to be so excited to see what she can do. So mm-hmm. that's exciting for us and uh, yeah, hopefully she'll be back soon and she's quite yeah. fun to be around. She's actually quite she's fun. She's awesome. Uh, yeah. I think we've heard that next time Ritz might make her train with us at 8.30 yeah, in the morning. You guys, <laughs> so, she had her own training partners, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she did. So, she had the same thing where yeah. there was a bunch of guys coming yep, in and yeah, out. Yeah, I know. So. Chandler Reed is one of them. And yeah. he's like, he was effectively my old roommate. Uh-huh. It's like Christine, my wife, before we lived together, she was living with Chandler. And so I spent so much time over there. And yeah, like I followed Chandler on Strava. And so I was like basically seeing what he was able to do for Helen. Yeah. He was like, Crazy. yeah, I made it like 16 miles a day. And then she <laughs> carried on for like another five and yeah. picked it up. And it's just like, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. She's so good. Uh, like she obviously is ta- so talented. But yeah, the marathon has, yeah, she's just these other aspects of it, which mm-hmm. a lot of that will come with experience. So yep. yeah. And Overall, like, really great debut, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other, I mean, the craziest debut, obviously, was Sharon yep. Ledecky. He mm-hmm. came through for the win, which is just, like, watching that unfold was just, like, kind of a bit of a disbelief, which obviously in races often crazy things that you, no one expects happens. But Sharon is, like, she's been a really good runner for a long time. But, you know, this was her first marathon, and she's pretty young. And just the caliber of people that she was racing against, like, she's literally racing against the best in the world right like these names are just ridiculous so obviously you're not gonna like think she's gonna win in her debut marathon Mm -hmm. but the way she came through which ollie mentioned there was like a 5k where the top women were really pushing it and sharon didn't go with that and she came through later which i think was 
like I think that was a big part of maybe why she ended up winning. Just yeah. like she ran a bit more conservative. That was just like the coolest thing to see that. Uh, massive for Under Armour, obviously. Mm. Massive. Like, any brands that Your wins in your friends. Yeah. <laughs> Any brand that's not yeah, Nike that wins that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's massive. Yeah. And if, I mean, that's a, the first non-Nike or Adidas world major win since 2018. Yeah, there you go. Well, who was oh, the last? Yeah, who was Dez? Dez in Boston. Oh, and, and, and Yuki. Brooks. Yep, and Yuki in A6. What I loved, yeah, I don't know if you were able to see it, but there was a, like a little reel of her. She was doing an interview for, I think it was ESPN. And she just like was in disbelief that she won, and she was just yeah, so emotional like, about it. It's like, just, I'm out of words. Yeah, yeah, it just makes anybody cry. Like <laughs> it was just something just so beautiful about it. Like um, just the way she like just so um, not not naive. I don't know what the word is, but she was just she was so very humble. Very humbled by it, but like she just didn't realize because she wanted, wanted to crush it. You know, everyone wants to crush her debut, mm-hmm. and she just won the New York Marathon. And I yep. think yeah. knowing like because she went to the NCAA system with yeah. Kansas, right? Yeah, she went to Kansas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what was NCAA what was it champ in the ten k ten k? Yeah, and now. New York chain like it's just yeah. crazy like the story is just nah it's so cool mm-hmm. she's also just an amazing person I really she's so lovely yeah, yeah if you've nice. been around her ever mm-hmm. I was with her just a little bit in Flagstaff like she's just so cool so humble yeah. which I guess a lot of the Kenyans are like that like they're mm-hmm. just yeah, they're so relaxed sweet. so yeah. chill you spend so. a lot of time on the yeah. road circuit and they're all just like incredibly genuine people yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool uh, Chez was in like the weed vehicle for the oh, women's yeah. race which <laughs> no is way yeah that's her partner so it's yeah. pretty like i was doing my last like stride before the race and i just like happened to like stop my stride at the car and i just like went to turn around and i just like made eye contact with Ches and was just like oh you got <laughs> the best funny. seat in the house man yeah. Dude, and then like crazy. not knowing obviously yeah. at the time that yeah. she was gonna end up winning but yeah an amazing result for her for sure and Haas was excited you could tell yeah. that post he posted that photo of him just screaming like this you could just you could That's tell a coach as well like just coaching someone to debut win mm-hmm. yeah very very cool yeah so. Yeah, and coming off praising Shannon, we have to say a big fuck you to the New York Times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take down the New York yeah. Times. Because they released an article today. I'll pull it off my computer so we know exactly what the headline is. And this is just like the biggest dick thing ever. Matthew Futterman. Matthew Futterman. Yeah, so this is... So Shannon, like, she's got such an amazing story. Like, obviously, she's... I mean, she's come over from Kenya. She's US-based now, all this. Um, like, amazing person. The article that they put out, which... I didn't actually look if there was many other articles, but I haven't seen any. Mm-mm. This is the so one that they put out. The headline is, running officials did not test long shot New York City Marathon winner before race. It's just like... It's such a dick headline. If you know anything about about like how this sport works and all that, it's like... When, like that's just the reality yeah, like, yeah. Like, i've been i've been drug tested three times in my career yeah and two of them were this weekend in new york so it's <laughs> like i've i've been podium at u.s championships i've been top 10 at world majors and not gotten pulled for drug testing it's just yeah like, and it's more just like the fact that that's what you choose to focus on when there's yeah. so much goodness and amazing stuff about this story and obviously like we feel very strongly about all the anti-doping stuff and obviously right now it's a very hot topic for kenyan athletes because mm-hmm. there have been a lot that have been getting pulled but it's like man if you've paid attention to sharon's or you just did a little bit of research on sharon's story it's mm-hmm. like that's just such a weird takeaway and then like there's obviously like some big just inaccuracies kind of in the article like he talks about how when he's talking about her previous accolades he's playing her down a lot oh yeah for he, sure he doesn't even mention that she was an NCAA champion. no it's like she was like 25th and it's like <laughs> yeah. well yeah and like i bad race for it yeah. Yeah. it literally goes from coming yeah it's like 10th or 15th in some NCAA race and then the next race she ran was this and she won mm-hmm. yeah. the thing yeah. is you, you did mention a- Morgan she has been like under under the radar a little she's bit but she has amazing. been crushing road races you did mention that she's been running since road she's races. been approached she's yeah. been really good mm-hmm. yeah. like, she's been improving a lot like obviously not like not still you wouldn't have right. thought still that she would have won the win, new but it's marathon. not like a yeah. 
The last time I saw her, result. I spent an hour with her in post-race drug testing in Boston after the BA 5K, where she'd just come third and like the top three was getting drug tested. And she'd just pretty much got off the plane from winning like the Honolulu half yeah. the weekend before, came to Boston, top three in this 5K. It's like she's been having... Yeah, like... Yeah, and then this, the, there's a sentence in like the third paragraph that... So, or... You know, you're probably a minute into reading the article if you actually read the article and not just the headline. And that says, there's nothing to suggest that Lochetti violated anti-doping rules. Even it's just like, the, why are you writing the article, dude? Yeah. Like, yeah, even the way baseless. That, even the way that you put that sentence in there, it's just like, yeah, it's, it's like not you satisfying. You with that, if anything. You know, if you're going to write this story, you just be like, let me start by saying we have no evidence to support that Lochetti may or may not be doping. Well, because it's but like... But it's just a crazy thing in this sport that you can win and not be drug tested before the race. It's like, yeah. well, she got drug tested after the race. Yeah, so. I was going to say, like... <laughs> Who cares, you know? And just like every sentence leading up to that is just so like skewed in the bias. Like mm-hmm. you're saying, like as a result of these loopholes... Like, as if, like, she, like, purposely did right, things to get not selected. get drug tested. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what... He, like, yeah. It's just really frustrating to yeah, for sure. see. And because you know that if you're a casual fan of the sport or even just a regular person that's decided to, like, read this article, your idea of how, like, the sport works is going to be... Totally skewed by So it. skewed. Mm-hmm. And you're going to think that this is really suspicious. Right. You're going to think that... Right. Well, especially because, yeah, the women's winner in Boston did just get popped. And yeah. so they gave the win to Edna. But it's like then Edna didn't actually win, right? So it's yeah. just like there's already... If you're plugged into the sport, you're already kind of suspicious. Yeah. And then just and to create more of it, it's just... Yeah, it's the issue great. with that, too, is legitimacy of New York Times. The New York Times well, is like, a, like a, as an establishment yeah. compared to, like other right like news. let's run yeah, yeah. like if you compare let's run to new york times <laughs> and you're you're just a casual fan of the sport you're going to believe a new york times article more than let's run article, yeah 100 usually because new york times is more You've weight in the it. name yeah exactly and it's just yeah it's yeah. just annoying it's just right, it is yeah. annoying and it's it, it pisses me off because you have she, to say if it's an american if it's an american oh yeah or if it was somebody not from an african country you probably wouldn't have that on but that was so that was the comparison that we brought up before Mm -hmm. off air is that the reception that molly seidel got especially Mm -hmm. from the new york times if you google new york times molly seidel there's like so many articles just like praising her so much like Mm -hmm. wow like cinderella story like she came from nowhere to do it and this one's like the way that the bias is just right. the complete opposite like yeah. she came from nowhere that's so suspicious mm-hmm. like, and they actually on. had a very similar trajectory like 10k NCAA champ four yeah. to five years ago right to yeah. then world major world marathon yeah, exactly. major breakthrough mm-hmm. it's yeah. just like, like come on I mean, man polarizing like, one Boston you know it's like I don't know whether she got tested before the race or not yeah and that's very telling because there's not an article telling me Des mm-hmm. wasn't te- you know it's like yeah yeah there's it's just, just a huge amount of bias and subtle bigotry going on with it which yeah. is never great so sharon just doesn't hashtag not good for yeah, the sport she overall yeah hashtag not good for the sport. sport sorry to sharon because like you deserve nothing but we love you we love you at coffee club so congratulations <laughs> so yeah that's that so that's kind of like our whole new york marathon roundup Anything else that we missed from it, Reed? I feel like we actually did an okay job for once. Normally, when we talk about yeah. marathons, we know nothing. Yeah, that's why it's yeah. great to have you. Yeah, we actually like yeah. make a discussion of it. So that was good. Yeah, I mean, it was just a really again a fun weekend overall. You guys talked about it before, but it does just seem like the entire running community. You know, it's like this is the the celebration of the end of the year for mm-hmm. everyone, and it's kind of right before the end of the year where a lot of brands are making big moves to like hit quotas and. Mm-hmm. performance bonuses and all that kind of stuff so it just seems like the city's so wide with running it's yeah, a lot of fun to be awesome. a part of so hopefully we'll, we'll be out there some year and yeah congratulations again on the Thank great you. performance Appreciate the it. 
only other story that we really have to talk about is the Brendan Herbert <laughs> Brandit, Bandit race situation, which luckily George hasn't read the article on it yet, so, so he doesn't know. Blind. So he's coming blind. It's like so, a reaction video now. So this is what happened. And to preface this, I have run with this Brendan kid Oh, you have? A couple of times wow, before, because I cool. used to run with the Texas guys. And he is an interesting character, but I would have never expected him to pull this one out. And I can't tell, like, obviously I feel bad about it, but I'll, but just in general, like, I love kind of chaos. So I just love this, like... <laughs> you love the chaos down. of it. I just love it. So I think, I think most people have re- reacted to this as, like, very, very, like, this is hilarious. Like, yeah. this is the chaos. They love the chaos. But also some people are like, wow, that's a really bad thing to do. Yeah. So what happened was recently this past week the a lot of the states had their state cross country meet and so high school yep. high school right high school state cross country meet and this, so this was in texas brendan has he went he ran at ut as a sub four miler and he's from texas though i think he went to a school there like lake travis or something in austin and he rocked up to the the high school race after he's not on the ut team anymore so i don't know if he graduated or what happened but he's like He's like decently old, probably like 23 or something. And he wore his 2018 singlet with like his high school singlet with his bib on it. And 600 meters into the race, he just jumped in and just started racing it. Isn't and like, that- and like took it out hard. Yeah. Like it wasn't like he was just like, oh, like I'll just tuck in behind you guys. He was like, I'm, I'm he was going racing. for it. Yeah. He just hopped in and was racing. And then in the end, he actually came second. One of the high school kids beat just him. Just hilarious. <laughs> also, just crazy. I love that's how it ends. Yeah. But he just, and he ran 600 meters. Like he like he what, just jumped over in. the fence. Yeah. yeah. Just so like he, that. he ran like, like a half mile less in a 5k race and still couldn't win. Still couldn't win it. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't even know like if he trains or anything anymore. Was just, it a practical joke? Was it a dare? Like did someone dare him to do it? Like we just don't know the information right because he's deactivated his social yeah, yeah. i haven't seen it like i yeah. tried looking up on instagram i think he had it at one point but i couldn't find it anymore dude what? it's just like the funniest thing ever. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's super wait bizarre. what's the what's the draw there's no much like no so so people are like people are like yeah he, he, ru- he ruined like a lot of kids cross-country race because mm-hmm. he had an impact on the race and these are some kids who it's like this is their state meet this is their biggest meet yeah. of the year yeah and like he hopped in like college scholarships it definitely and, offers does. and he, he came in yeah. and like fucked up these kids like biggest race yeah. so that's that's Just like for, for shits and gigs we don't know, don't know we don't know that's the thing like we don't know if it was a dare we don't know if it like he did Dude, it why did we not try to get him on the podcast yeah, yeah. Next <laughs> week? and there like i saw maybe some speculation that there was like he was trying to like pace for somebody oh or like be a rat like yeah, somebody be was a like, i do better when it's not sit and kick and so that's why he like jumped in and wow, hammered I don't collusion know, maybe it could be some, some, some insider trading going that's on. that's interesting I, I haven't heard that yeah uh, and i that was like a twitter reply i saw from like not a credible source. So yeah. What if he does the same thing at Crosschance? Yeah, he's going to band at Crosschance. Well, I think Crosschance, he can just, he can race it. Yeah, but he won't. Yeah. He'll still he band won't. it. But if he through. Yeah. <laughs> it's his thing now, you know? That would be good for hilarious if it's not an epidemic of kids just banding yeah. in high school Crosschance yeah. races. Which... If you guys show up to the Colorado State meet. <laughs> we were actually talking about it. Me and Morgan were like, we should wear coffee club singlets and just jump into the race. And get second. But then, no, but the, the plan would be that we like try and like sit on the kids and then just try and outkick him at the end, but then fall over and then well, they just cross yeah. the line and well, then you just I don't mean, have an effect on the race. With the Niwa yeah. kids, you, I don't, you might not outkick him. No, 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 no probably not. Yeah, those, those kids yeah. are like the I best in the country. I for sure would not. Yeah, they're, those kids they're like, doing uh, that mile with the boss. Oh yeah, team. that's right tonight, right? Yeah, yeah. We have a couple guys going to pace. They're running like a four fifteen mile is what they want to pace at in November in altitude, just casually at altitude as well. That's that's cool. My mile PR is four ten. Oh yeah. That's scary. Good for sport. Or bad for sport. Banditing high school cross country. Well, people are talking about it. 
So, so any publicity is good publicity. I would say <laughs> hashtag good for the sport. However, <laughs> however, I feel like the effect on the high schoolers in their race for the state meet probably it's bad, bad for the sport. sport. You feel yeah. bad but for those guys, but it's, it's so you, de- funny. you definitely just think it's hilarious. Like, I find it funny, but the in memes. general, you got to do it right next time. So yeah. you just sit, you, you try and sit, you try and sit, and then probably won't be able to. But you try and sit on them. Don't try and affect the race in any way. Just, just be there. And then all of a sudden, just fall over at the line or something. Or go bandit a turkey trot. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, that's, and Molly started out dressed up as a turkey, right? Mm-hmm. That's hilarious as well. She that's, dressed up as a turkey. That's it? really a random different thing, but yeah. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. <laughs> pretty unrelated. Yeah. That's pretty unrelated <laughs> to what we're talking about right probably, now. Yeah, it's probably unrelated. But, but also, <laughs> it's funny. But you know what I mean? Like, just doing something like stupid like that yeah. at a race would be fun. See, the, the fact that he did it at the state cross meet is like what simultaneously makes it like bad but also just so much more fun it's like it is such an important right, like race if it to do happened that. to me I would be like, furious yeah. but as somebody who is like completely unrelated Detached. to it I'm that's like, like yeah, NXN like in NXN like so, so all of a sudden Nico Young puts on his jersey and just goes in and crushes everyone yeah, yeah. it's just like what are you doing mate and then doesn't the deactivate social media doesn't say anything yeah, just Ghosts just goes and everyone's like, "What the fuck just happened?" Yeah, that'd be amazing. I'm sure it feels like a fever dream. Yeah, yeah. it's like, <laughs> wait, like not, does he even exist? Yeah, did that, did that happen? happen or was I asleep? Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if you see us hopping in a race at 600 meters, you know where we got our inspiration from. Yeah, when we're doing it for the memes. Sorry to any kids that we uh, ruin your your <laughs> your high school careers. Is it, is it going to happen? Well. You'll find out. Yeah, right. who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But. Yeah, I feel like that's it for today. Anything else that you want to talk about while you have this amazing platform? Amazingly high-profile, wide reach. All my hot takes are used up between cross-checking <laughs> and uh, banditing races. At this well, point. You know, next week is going to be our Inseparable A's preview. Oh, oh yeah. Get yeah. excited. We've got a big one week. coming next yeah. week. We have a big one coming. Better start paying some attention. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go revisit the age-old question of could our professional team? Yeah, be yeah. <laughs> we, we have that conversation every year. And Honestly, it's always like I don't know, man. Probably not. We yeah. had this question. It was like, okay, like technically we have everything to lose. They have nothing to lose. They're probably way fitter than us at this point. It just seems like it's skewed towards them just kicking our asses. So. Yeah, it's too scary to think too scary. about. Too scary to think about. But yeah, yeah, Reed, thank you very much for coming on. Yeah, it's been yeah. amazing. Thanks Congrats again. Me. Thank you sure. everyone for uh, listening. This episode 60. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you.